Welcome to New Life Horizon Church. The service is already in progress, and if you wish to contact us, you may dial 469-333-0397. If you wish to subscribe to our SoundCloud, it's soundcloud.com at New Life Horizon Church. Blessing Church. This is a blessed Sunday. Oh God, thank you, Lord. And for those who are listening, if you have notes or if you're keeping notes or keeping track, um, just listen. This won't be long. This is a a short presentation of God's word. So prepare your heart. So Father. We thank you again. Lord, we thank you for everything you have done. And Lord, if we forget, we ask you to remind us. We we ask you to humble us. We ask you to keep us in your presence. That everywhere we go, you will be seen through us through our activities the things that we do a lot in everything you will get the glory in a matter of time lord we will see your face lord it could be any minute well lord help us to be prepared be prepared with joy you know the joy expectantly the joy of good things to come not bad but good lord help us retrain our minds and our thoughts and our emotions to think of only good lord i pray that you will bless the word today bless the thoughts the inclination everything we throw back to you so lord have your way do a miraculous work through these vocal cords, through this mind who is limit, so limited with knowledge. But Lord, you are all knowledge. So Lord, we realize that with all the gifts and the talents that you have given us, you didn't give one person. So Lord, we are a body and we come together to, to bless you and to represent you in different spheres and different aspects. So, Lord, we thank you again. So, bless this time. Lord, let this be the best Sunday until next Sunday comes. Let this be the best week, 
the best experience we ever had with you. So Lord, we thank you and we look expectantly for that happening. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Good morning again, church. Good morning. And for the, the online church, you know, people all over the world, we're so thankful that when we look at the thing, we had people from Paris, Rome, Germany, Iran, all over. It's, um, it's a wonderful thing with the internet, how it connects people together. And how people are listening and, you know, they're being blessed. But what we want, though, if, if you're being blessed in any way, just give, us, um, just give us a feedback. You can send it to our email address, which is newhorizonmin at gmail.com. So we want to know, and, and also you can just write us and ask us how we can pray for you with any challenges, because we know it is a challenging time. We know you just have to turn on the TV and you see the challenge right there before you. The news is so scary that it's barely anything that is good. But we know that God is good. Amen, church? And he's good all the time, all the time. So today's topic is God, work, and worship. God work and worship, and um, as I was preparing um, ever so briefly, I was seeking for something. You know, when you're seeking and you say, Lord, show me, please, I need, I need something to, to begin the series. And just like that, you know, they say sometimes the inspiration comes when you're not even remembering. God work and worship so let us start with god and for those who don't know god yet we pray that he will reveal himself to you and he probably had already revealed himself to you but you probably overlook it you probably think that oh you're lucky because you got the promotion oh you're lucky because you got the car that you always wanted Oh, you're lucky because you get the house and the, the spouse and everything that you ever seek, you feel so lucky. And it's so funny, when it's taken away, that's when you, you remember God. And as I remember, sister was reading in Deuteronomy that when you have got the increase, when you have got everything that you do not forget who gave it to you. It is a humbling um, thing to have lost everything. And then you're trying to remember God. But God wants us to remember him in what he has already given us. And he has already prepared for us all these good things. Oh, let me forget. Let me set the timer so I will respect the time and not exceed it. Thank you, Lord, for the reminder. The timer is set. Okay. So let us begin. So we realize God, work, and worship. Those three things sometimes come under 
what we call it, like miscommunication or misadjustment, where we don't put the things in the right place. Some people look at their work as their God, where they will dedicate numerous amount of time spending at the, at the work because for them that's their outlet but then they pay God no attention they just work 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 and never stop to give God thanks never stop to say God we appreciate you for what you have done and um, I'm going to share a short testimony. So there was um, this celebrity that very arrogant, you know, not all celebrity, but this particular one, very arrogant, had no need of God. He said only poor people worship God, and he he don't want to be poor, so he's not going to go into that. Anyway, this lady from a small church saw him on an interview and she said she felt moved by the guy and realized that he was speaking arrogantly so she prayed and she said lord is there any way you can use me to reach that young man because i really feel he needs some help and she prayed and she got um you know what she think was an answer but she didn't leave it at, there, at, at that point. She went to her leadership and she told them that she was praying for this guy and she felt the need to, to do something about it. She prayed and she got the answer. She went to the leadership and she gave them the idea of what she was trying to do. And they were so excited that they blessed her and sent her out. So what it was, in the interest of time, there was a position that that guy um, posted online. The position was to be a nanny slash maid servant in the household. She was so excited. She said, Lord, is this the opening? So she applied for the job. There were so many well-sophisticated persons, or you know, well-qualified persons, but when it came down to it, she got the job. And that's how God works sometimes, you know. When you're on his mission, he will make the impossible seem possible. He will make the mountain seem like a, a downhill. So anyway, she got the job. Excited. So she was at the job. And what she started to do, she started to sing and worship. Every day she came in early, she cleaned, she did a very good job. But what was significant was she was singing and worshiping God the whole time while she was working. Um, unbeknownst to them, the, the employer said to her, to his wife, Hey, have you noticed from the lady came? There seems to be a peace in the house. Like the kids are not doing this. And may you seem not to argue so much. <laughs> and I just said, yes, I kind of notice it. Remember, these persons are not churchgoers. They don't believe in God any at all. But what was 
remarkable. They were able to notice there, that there was a change when she came into the household. And I said, okay. So they began to watch her keenly. They will increase the, the responsibility of the work to see how she would respond, you know, because them said, huh, she does pretending, she does, you know, she's not real. Because remember, these people don't know God, so they, they're very skeptical of anything that looks different. So they increased the workload, and what it did, <laughs> it caused her to sing more. <laughs> and she was worshiping more, so they said, this is not right. How can we be increasing the work? And she's singing more. We, we thought she would begin to complain. So anyway, the guy was perplexed because, you know, he's trying to um, not have that feeling. He, he, he said it was good, but he didn't want God, you know. So he went over to her one day and said, um, Why are you singing like that? What caused you to sing like that? And this lady never talked to him about Jesus or anything. She just came to our work and she sang. She said to him, the reason I'm singing is to bring God's presence here. Because she said she realized God is not here in a manifested way. And the only, re the only way I, I could get God here is to be here and to sing and welcome him in, in the house. And he said, oh, okay. But you know, you know that won't work because you know I don't believe in God. She said, Yes, I, I know, that's why I'm here. But you, are you you're not gonna preach to me, you're not gonna tell me I, I'm a bad or wicked person? Um, she said, No, you are already convicted. So what I will do, I'll continue to sing. And he said, Well, you can sing as you want, I won't stop you, but I will tell you. That won't help, and that will never cause me to turn to God. In the interest of time, because remember, this is not overnight, so in the interest of time, the wife got this inkling to visit a church. She just felt like, I need to go to church, and she went to a church, and behold, she got saved. She came back and tell her husband, he was so upset because he said, hey, you're betraying the plan. Remember, we don't do God thing. We, we are, we are atheists to the core. Why would you want to do that? Why do you want to be, betray this relationship? She said, no. She said, from the moment that lady came into the house, did you not notice things were different? He said, yeah, but that could be anything. That could be good music. And... She said, no, really, think about it. Think how the household changed. Think how the kids started behaving. Think how we started to relate to each other. Think how everything started to run efficiently. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you have a point. So she said, could you follow me one night to go to a, a service? And he said, you know, I don't like go to those things, man. Why you want to do that to me? She said, please, just, just one night and you don't have to go again. 
So he's like, all right. He went. And for some miraculous moment, his heart was open, open to the Lord. And he, he said, Lord, what is this? And then he gave his heart to the Lord. And um, they didn't tell the lady. But she met them one day. And she said, guys, um, I'm leaving. And he said, oh, why are you leaving? You're doing such a wonderful job. And she said, no, my mission is over. What mission? She said, no, you guys are saved. And that was what I was praying for the whole time. She said, but I did, we didn't tell you we were saved. She said, yes, I know the Lord tell me. And they said, oh my God. So you mean, she, they said, you mean you took the job just for that purpose? She said, yes. Because I saw there was something inside of you and you needed some help. And now that guy is fully saved. It's funny that we want to say if you're saved or you're fully saved. But this guy is still saved, bless God. And he's on fire for the Lord. And every moment he gets, he will remember that, that, that testimony. And he shared it so many times. The power of the presence of God. So there was another person who did a similar thing in the Bible. And we know that person is Joseph. So for the persons who are taking notes, we could cruise over to Genesis 39. The book of Genesis, the book of beginning, the book where things were getting set up. And we know what happened to Joseph. We know how his brothers betrayed him which is a, a common theme and how he had to forgive them and, and the family was restored because of that situation. So Joseph, so Joseph was working in um, a guy's house. He was a Potiphar, he was an Egyptian and somehow it, the similarity with the story, the testimony and, and Joseph is so, is so keen. So Verse 1 says, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. Genesis 39, 1. Sorry, Genesis 39, verse 1. And I'm reading from the, the great King James Version. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, at the officer, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, so we realize he's an Egyptian, he's a captain. So he's probably of some wealth. Brought him, brought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites. Which had brought him down, down hither. But verse 2 is always remarkable. And this is how we want to present ourselves Monday morning. Monday morning, tomorrow Monday morning, God spare our life. This is what we, that we want to be known of us. Remember, God, work, and worship. And the Lord was with Joseph. 
So you see, we can, we can even stop right there. The Lord being with you will cause things to, to change. And remember, Joseph wasn't in a very pleasant situation. He's, he was doing menial jobs. He was being the caretaker of the household. And we understand it's, it, it's not easy. It's physical work. Um, for those of us who, who do physical work, it, it, it's labor-intensive. It's, it's both physical and mentally straining. Sometimes you go home, you feel so tired for the physicality of the work. But it says, and the Lord was with Joseph. So I realize when the Lord is with you, you could be doing the same task, but somehow if he's with you that day, the hours seems like minutes. You are getting a strength where you never knew you had because the Lord is with you. Remember, nothing changed. The, the workload probably increased that day. But there are moments, if we can think back, there are days we, we can even remember. Wow, it's time to leave already? Well, it's like the time just flew. But there are other days where the, the hours feel like days. Like, oh my God, I'm being here. You're doing the work and, you know. But it's mentioned that the Lord was with Joseph. And then it says, and he was a prosperous man. So the Lord was with Joseph, and he was prosperous. Um, we, it didn't mention if it was a monetary prosperity. It didn't mention if he had lands, cows, and all of that. So we, we realize the, the prosperity might come in a different way. So we're going to find out because we realize that later on he was promoted. But not without controversy or controversy, if someone wants to do that pronunciation. And he was in the house of the master Egyptian. Verse 3. So we realize that there's a thing called integrity in which we work when nobody is watching or looking, but God is looking. So we are working towards God. We're working for God, and we're working in a secular environment where those people don't know God, those people don't want to have nothing to do with God, just want you to do the work and go home, and that's it. So it said, and his master saw that the Lord was with him. All right, all right, all right, all right. It, it, this is kind of tricky. It said, and the master saw that the Lord was with him. All right. Did the master see God walking with Joseph physically? It didn't say God was there physically, but it said the Lord was with Joseph. So we know God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Because we're remembering, we're talking about these three. God, work, and worship. Now the master saw that the Lord was with Joseph. And that the Lord made all that Joseph did came to prosper in his hand. So that we recognize the Lord didn't... The, 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 the master of the household didn't physically see God with Joseph, but he saw the evidence 
of God being with Joseph, where he had to confess that God was with Joseph because he saw the evidence of whatever Joseph touched with his hands, that it prospered. So it is that we are persons who have gifts, and, and as we mentioned, the gifts and the talents. I don't want to be putting anybody on the spot. But some persons have the gift of, of baking and preparing foods with their hands, and sometimes they don't even use no, any measurement. They say a little of this, a little of that. I remember my grandma, <laughs> who she would be in the kitchen and she could make stuff basically out of nothing. She could put stuff together um, out of much, and everybody belly was full. And we said, Grandma, how you do? It's, almost, it's almost like it was a miracle. But we realized that God gave us gifts and talents. He caused our hands to, to be fashioned into things that will benefit others. And we are so thankful for the, the gift that he has given us. And what we want to do, if we don't recognize the gift, one thing that we have to do today is the Lord, show me the thing that you have blessed me with so I can be of an awesome service to you. Because Joseph was serving um, the master. We know the master is, wasn't a godly man. We know he... He, um, but he was impressed by his work ethic. He was impressed by how Joseph carried himself. And this is a challenge to us um, that we can practice Monday morning. I know here in this country, it said there are, are so many Americans that dread going to work on a Monday. No, but it is exaggerated here more than anywhere else. They did um, a statistical check and they saw that in America, everybody, almost everybody, it's like up to 97% are unhappy with her, with their, with, their, with their job and what the job entails. And so what, what we realize is that it is uh, a thing of perspective. So once her perspective, once Joseph's um, perspective changed, he became a different person. He was betrayed. He he felt he must have felt angry at the time because we we, we have to realize the, the emotion of your brothers betraying you. He looked up to those guys. He respected them and they were jealous of his, the thing that he brought to them, telling them that they, they're going to worship him. And he probably, being young, he was energetic and he would be telling them every day, Remember, you guys are going to worship, you know, based on what he saw, based on the information he had at the time. But we realized this took a, um, some seasoning on him. He was there, he was probably crying out to God. God, I, I did nothing wrong. Why am I at this place? And we realized that in the end, Joseph said to them, it was for this reason that God brought me here. And remember, we are going to be going into a work, working environment 
that is not godly. We're going to go into a working environment that is, is almost like hell itself. How can we carry out the task? And I realize there's one thing that we have to practice for every moment that we get is to practice the worship. Because remember, God, work, and worship. God created work. God created the garden. God put man in it and caused him to work. Before he, before he committed any sin, before sin came on the earth, man was working. They were working in the garden. They were doing it. But guess what? The presence of God was there. It, uh, it was until the curse that they were taken out of the presence. And the, the Lord tell them, because of this, we will cause your, the work and the toil to increase. We'll call the, the labor pains for the woman to, to be so drastic. So God created work. And work is good. But we need to put it in the proper place. And say, Lord, help me on the Monday morning that we face. That we don't get up with the dread, but we get up with thanksgiving. There is a, this is a true story. There was a lady at, at the job that I'm working on. She, she was a supervisor. She had supervisor position. And, but for some reason, she was unhappy with the, the work situation. And we know not every place is going to be good. You know, there is no good work environment. But she, she made it a point of duty to complain every day. There was no day I saw that lady and she had something good to say about the work and the conditions and the people and she said all of them are idiots there they don't know this they don't know that so one day um i didn't see her at her desk and i i made a request i said hey is this person here today and everybody had their their head held down and i said why are everybody looking like like somebody died so somebody whispered to me um she's no longer at the, she's no longer with us Poor me. Uh, did she pass? <laughs> She's no longer with us. Um, I said, oh my God, did she die? They said, no. Um, she got let go. I said, what? And um, I was surprised. So I, I, I reached out to her in text message and I said, hey, hey ma'am, uh, uh, I heard that you're no longer here. Is everything okay? She said, yes, uh, I was... Um, I was let go. But I said to her, but remember, you didn't like the working condition anyway, so, you know, but why, but, but guess what? She felt bad that she lost the job. So I came to the realization that it's true, it's through her own speaking that she got the job taken away because, see, nobody wants to work in an environment where the persons are negative and they they will pull down your energy they will cause you to so they 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 got rid of the position and they they gave her some incentive and for the time and everything but she's now without a job so looking at that i said lord help me to to be ever so thankful for each day so that was like a reminder to me that so when i went into work i said 
Because, you know, you're going into work, you feel the dread. You feel, you don't feel happy. I can tell you that that's, uh, that's just so evident. But it caused me to say, Lord, you know, right now I am not prepared if I should lose the job today. So, because of that, help me to give thanks in advance. And it caused me now to start to pray for the people, pray for the job, and and even though it's nothing changed, but what what caused my my perspective to change in that job, and and it caused me not to be so anxious or not to be um, thinking negatively. It caused me to think more positively. And I remember this is something that um, I am practicing. This is not something that I've mastered by any any thought of my imagination. This is something that I'm practicing, the, the presence of God. So while I'm walking from person to person, when, when, when I get a little moment out of the break, I will sit at my desk and I say, Lord, thank you. Or sometimes just sitting down and reflecting on the goodness of God, I tell you, it changed my perspective. Um, it changed it so much that I am even surprised that I am beginning to, you know, like some of the people are like, you know. So I realized that, one, we're in a work environment where we don't have a lot of Christians around us or God-fearing people. But they cannot stop you from worship. Just like the lady who was singing while she was at her employer. They could not stop the presence of God coming into that environment because... It says that the Lord was with Joseph. And it caused, because the Lord is with us, it is cause us, will cause us to be prosperous. And also, people will see that the Lord is with you. Because guess what? Our response is going to be different from a regular person. Our response is going to be God-focused. We're going to come and we're going to do the work as if God himself was standing beside us. And verse 5 says, And it came to pass that the time had made, and it came to pass from the time that he had made Joseph the overseer of the house. So he got promotion. So we realize when we are diligent in the job, people will see the diligence. And we are going to be rewarded with promotion. Because guess what? God is the one that gives promotion. So we don't have to run to them and say, Hey, what happened to the promotion? God is the one who is going to give the promotion. So we don't have to be telling people, Hey, remember me? You know? Because remember, Joseph did that when the cupbearer and the other guy came in the jail and he was telling them, Hey, remember me? And they forgot. In the interest of time, if we are diligent, if we don't give up if you don't faint we will reap our reward which is promotion the lord will always promote us and guess guess what sometimes in the promotion i was talking to somebody and they got a, a job that was better than the last job and they said wow i said wow you know that's a promotion right and they said yeah because it's a better circumstance than the other one before and they they did their time and they, they you know the time for them to move on so it is that we have to prepare ourselves to get ready 
when, when the Lord to come, move, go to the next place, do the next thing. So, um, the Egyptian, the Potiphar, gave Joseph a promotion. And that they always said, when you get a promotion, we realize that the, the, the work is going to increase. And they said that for every level, there is a new devil. <laughs> Let's say for every level that you go up, there is something new that will challenge you. So guess what happened? He became the overseer of the house, of Potiphar's house. And over all that Potiphar had. And it says, and the Lord, not only bless Joseph, it says, the Lord bless the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. So guess what? We are so mindful to, to, to be thinking that the place we are at, it's only standing because we are there. Can you believe that? The place we are at is standing because we are there. The place we are at, sister, is only in existence because we are there. If we ever leave, the place will tumble down. There have been so many testimonies of that happening where Christians are in a certain job or work. And when they are there, prosperity comes on the place. As soon as they leave, no prosperity. The place um, tumble down. So it says that the house of um, the Egyptian was blessed. Evident of the blessing, the, the, the manifested power of God multiplying what was already there. And Potiphar saw it. And then it says, not only the house being blessed, not only one person being blessed now, it says, and the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and even in the field. So look how the blessing transfer because of Joseph. Bless his house, bless his household, bless everything that he had and everything on the field. So that means the crops will multiply more than not they normally would. The water will stretch and flourish the ground before it normally would. The, the, the fruits and everything come up will increase. Because at that time, you as a farmer or somebody doing the industry, you generate more money by the crops that you have to sell. Uh, I will see Joseph um, help them in that end. So we realize God was with Joseph. Potiphar saw that God was with him. He continued to work diligently. He was promoted. Potiphar saw that everything in the house was blessed. But here, things that happened now, where the story began to change. We see the story changing, and guess what? Joseph was still giving God thanks. Verse 6. And Potiphar left all that he had in Joseph's charge. And he knew not what he had. What he had. So he, he had so many stuff that he couldn't even count. And he didn't, he didn't even care because, you know, Joseph is a man of God, so he's not going to be robbed. So he knew he had a lot of stuff, but he didn't count it. Only thing he was concerned about was the food that he ate. Can you imagine? The only thing you're concerned about is the food that you eat. 
And Joseph was a godly person and well favored. So, so that is our um, goal for this week that we're going to be well, um, somebody said, well flavored. You know, you have the spices. You know, when you're eating a meal and if the meal isn't flavored with the spices, we won't enjoy the food. So we're going to be godly persons. Persons that know God. And we're also going to be well favored. The favor, the blessing, right? But guess what happened? When you're well favored, you're going to attract a lot of things. People are going to see things in you that they're going to be probably envious of. You know, you're going to be coming to work wearing nice clothes. They're going to ask you, how come your closet is endless? You're going to be wearing a combination of clothes that they've never seen before. You've been in that workplace along and they never saw you wear a suit two times. And they're questioning, how is this person coming to work? In the different seasons, when it's winter, you have the nice winter jackets, the coats, and everything that match. And they're wondering, how is that possible that this person is working with us and seem to have endless amount of um, clothes and all of that but it, it's a blessing that they don't understand that you are blessed you are blessed and you, you don't even notice it you don't notice that you're dressing any particular way but that's the blessing of the lord that that came upon you to to come and you know he will always extend the vehicle let the vehicle run longer than it's supposed to even though you know you need a new one soon the Lord caused the vehicle to run, and when you bring it to the mechanic, him say, "Oh, you need this, you need that," but you still drive it, and you never, the vehicle never stop on on the road with you, because you are blessed. They they move it from one, from one location to the next location, and you still give God praise, even though it's a small inconvenience. It's almost like they want to get rid of you. But they said, let's just put them in a worse situation and see how they react. And then you still go to the other situation and you're still working. And they're like, how is it that that person is still there? So we realize that we are blessed. Yes. We, we, we sometimes forget the blessing. Blessings and blessings. Thank you, sister. So we have to realize to count the blessings. To count the blessings. To count the blessings. We are so blessed. That people out there envying us. Why this guy coming and smiling every day? You know so how hard the work is. <laughs> why, why, why everybody all of a sudden want my want my position? I said, what? They said everybody who had the position, unbeknownst to me, nobody stayed there more than a month. <laughs> and I've been there over a year. And they said, no, my position is is now attractive to everybody. And I'm like. What? I didn't know that. I was just there working and thanking God for the work because I realized I was in a, a other job that I was driving all over the city. And I said, oh God, please help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help. Man, what I noticed, that first job caused me to, to really see God in a way that I probably never did before. When it was so uncomfortable, every day I would get up and say, Lord, help me, please. Lord, help me, please. Lord help me. And it was like two, three years of the same thing. Lord help me please. Lord find a way. And I know 
for those who are out there who are listening i know it's it's so challenging it is so challenging to get up every day going to a job that is so pressuring um and the worst part of the job is that when you get the compensation you say oh god this is a little bit but then we are reminded to to give god thanks and let him do the increasing if the increase means to, to to get another job help us to be thankful because we know when we get another job that there's something out there waiting for us we know when we get the job the three hundred fifty thousand dollar job a year we know there's going to be a lot of things out there waiting for us so as we go back to the text with with, with joseph so joseph got promoted and now Potiphar's wife eyes began to as as my brother Otis would say her eyes began to enlarge <laughs> on the brother yes Otis thank you for the word the, the, the eyes were enlarged where she began to see the brother in a different light he wasn't doing anything more spectacular but because God was with him that was the, 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 the mainstay that God is going to be with us tomorrow, Monday morning. And it came to pass after these things that the master's wife cast her eyes, or our eyes got enlarged. It says the eyes were cast on him with like a beam. There must have been other men working in, in, the, in the vicinity. It could be something that she did a lot when the young men came in because it sounds like Potiphar was a man who who ate a lot and he, he was probably diabetic as we, we heard in the, 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 the podcast the person being diabetic and if you're a diabetic um, you can't perform certain duties to the, the lady of the house so we, we saw that you know even though it don't, it don't say it in the scripture we realized that Potiphar was only careful about the food that he eats so he was wealthy so when you're wealthy buying food is not a problem you you're buying excess we will understand when we have a lot of money we, we we spend on things that we wouldn't normally eat as i'm saying when dog have money they buy cheese you know <laughs> you 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 buy things that you wouldn't eat so we know potiphar potiphar was um was excess in the eating and we know if he's excessing eating, he had on a weight, and he's probably diabetic, so he couldn't perform his duty to um, his wife. His wife saw Joseph. Remember, Joseph working toil and up and so we we assume that Joseph's body will be in, in a very fit looking body. His body will be like uh, one of those male uh, model guys with the abs, the, the eight packs and the muscles and the biceps and the triceps. And he probably had one of some loose clothing because we saw that he wiggled out of the clothes easily. <laughs> so the clothes is not tight fitting like if you notice the guys, the guys um, in this generation, everything tight, the pants tight, the, the shirt tight. So if it was back in there those time, we know those guys would get catch because the clothes are tight to hold him, he couldn't wiggle out of the clothes. So so we realize that. Potiphar's wife saw Joseph. 
And not only did she saw him, she said to him, come lie with me. You know, we don't want to. We have um, PG rating on the broadcast, so we, we, we have to understand it's not to lay down beside her, it's to lay with her. You know, like when I said Adam knew his wife and yeah, we don't have to explain, but in case anybody who's listening of a certain age, we have to make sure to, to PG the thing, you know? So she said, come lie with me. But look at him. He was confused. What? So you see, in me explaining what, he didn't know what she meant when he said, come lie with me. So that's why we, we had to explain what it meant. So Joseph, being of such a pure heart and understanding to God, it said, but Joseph was confused. No, but Joseph refused. And said unto Potiphar, unto the master's wife, Behold, my master withholdeth nothing um, that is in the house. And he gave everything in his hand. There is none greater in the house than, than, than I. Neither had he kept back anything from me but thee because you are his wife now now then how can i do this great wickedness and sin against god he didn't consider that his, his sin against potiphar he said that how can i sin against god and then we, we it came to pass as she spoke to joseph day by day so we realized it wasn't the, the one time that that interaction happened. She came at Joseph every day, day after day, day after day. And he refused and he, he was able to get out of the situation. Until one day, she, she grabbed a hold of him and said to lie with her. And it came to pass about that time when Joseph went into the house to do his daily business and there was nobody around and she caught him by his garment I remember we talking about garment being tight and it was loose fitting she said to him again lie with me and he left his garment in her hand and fled and then she made the alarm and she said, hey, this guy that you brought trying to, um, trying to sleep with me and all of that. And Potiphar had to, had to believe the, his wife based on the evidence. But he, didn't, he put Joseph in jail. And we, we know the story of how Joseph got there doing the right thing. So guess what? Sometimes in you doing the right thing at the job, it might cause you to lose the job. Because integrity is something that, is, that can't be bought. And they will ask you to do things that are unscrupulous to customers, but you decide, no, I'm not going to do that. that. That is not godly. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to get rid of you because you're not linking up with their, their morality. But guess what? If you suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be rewarded. It might have been the next day, 
but will the Lord will remember what you have done for him. And in wrapping up, we're going to remember these points. God, work, and worship. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to honor God. We're going to bring him into this place that we call work. We're going to thank him for the ability that he has given us talents and gifts to, to create work. And if it's, if it's the work that we are at that we are not pleased with, we're going to ask him to show us how can we maximize our full potential. Lord, show us the businesses and the ideas that we are out there. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to continue to worship him. Because with or without, we're going to worship. As, as Paul said, I know when I was in plenty. I know what it means to have nothing. I know what it means to have a lot. He know both sphere of the, the, the spectrum. So it is that we're going to worship and honor God today. We're going to worship and honor God in what he has already given us. As I remember the lady at the job that she, she did the cleaning of the, of the facility. It was evident that I knew when that lady was on vacation. The, I don't know how, the lady's probably like 86 in her 80s. That lady came in 5 o'clock every morning and she leave no earlier than 10 every day. When that lady was on vacation, it took like three or four guys to do what she alone did. I said, Miss Gloria, you are such a blessing. She's doing something that everybody respects her. She's the older lady, but you wouldn't know it because she's moving. She barely takes um, break. She, um, she works so extensively. And I, I said, man, she must owe people money while she works so much. But she said she enjoys it. She enjoys cleaning. And as I remember, there was a guy working under her that he was trying to shortcut the work because I guess he wanted to go on his break quick. <laughs> and she, she, she saw him doing it and she was able to scold him right there. And he had to do it all over again. And this was nobody watching. She saw that the job wasn't done well. And so it is that when we go to work tomorrow, Monday, the challenge for us is to have the integrity to know that we are not working for those employers. We are working for God and to have God change our heart and our mindset towards them, knowing that we are there for that season. Because we notice Joseph didn't stay in that position too long. He moved on to different position and he became the second in command. It might not be that we become the second in command in that job or that workplace, but we're going to represent God as agents. We're going to remember who he is and who he is to us. And sometimes being there, that, that might, might be a, a demotion. It might be that God wants us to, he wants to humble us. We don't know. Everybody have a different experience at the job they had. Everybody have a different challenge and a different things to, thing to face. But one thing is key, that God is God. And if he's with us, all is well, no matter how it looks. All is well. So Lord, we thank you again for the reminder of, of your goodness. That Lord, we will be thankful 
for where you have placed us. Because, Lord, we know we're not, we're not there forever. It is but a moment. But, Lord, we want you to, to change our mindset. We want you to change our focus. We want you to remind us, remind us how big you are and how good you are. And how you alone will give us promotion, not the employer. But, Lord, that we're going to work according to your stat statutes, according to your judgment. We're going to work as, as if we're working for you. Because, in essence, we're working for you. So, Lord, give us the ideas. Give us the business. Lord, give us the boldness to start a new venture this, this new year. Give us the, the, the integrity. Give us the heart. Lord, when we look at our hands, Lord, we, we ask you, there must be something that we are good at, that nobody can do. Lord, you have already placed that in our hands. Lord, we ask you to remind us through visions, through dreams, through your word, to show us what you have already given us so that we can make a mark in this community. We can make a mark at the workplace. We can shine for you. That people will say, wow, the Lord is with that person. And for those who are listening who have not yet surrendered their heart to the Lord, our prayer here at this ministry is that your heart will be challenged and changed to come and serve the living God. And for those of us who know the Lord, that we will continue to reevaluate this life that we have, this blessing, this hope, this manifested glory. And we'll continue to bring it around our friends, our family, our loved ones, everywhere we go, the workplace, the, the grocery store, that our eyes will be enlightened to those who have not yet known you. But Lord, we will continue to bring your glory in everything that we do. We're going, we're going to continue to invite you in. Lord, that every time we, we step into the workplace, we're going to remember to pray a blessing upon them. We're going to be able to pray a blessing upon the bosses, a blessing upon everything, because you are good. So Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for everything that you have done today and thus far. We pray a special blessing in Jesus' name. And may the love of God, the peace and the fellowship of the precious Holy Spirit be with you and abide with you now and forever. In Jesus' name, have a blessed week. And remember, God, work, and worship. Be blessed.
to call us with your testimonies or for prior, please call us at 469-333-0397. You may also email us at newhorizonmin at gmail.com. Thank you for being with us again and have a blessed week.